Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown. I have got quite the crew with me. Let's all have a sound off. Hey, Matt Richards here. I'm Robert Mosinger. Hi, I'm Scott. You know me. <laughs> we all you hate me. Uh, we don't. No one hates Scott. We all love Scott. Um, we just <laughs> we just finished our store championship that we had. Unfortunately, turnout was a little low. We only had the four of us, but that's all right. Turn, uh, competition was fierce. Um, what we're actually going to do, Robert is new to the podcast, so what we'd like to do is have him give an introduction for himself about how long he's been playing IA and talk a little bit about his incredibly unique list that I have. we have referenced previously on the podcast. It's why we... Oh, neat. Yeah, well, not well, Robert. Oh, okay. wow. So, <laughs> we, Robert, you haven't been listening? Yeah, yeah Robert. <laughs> My you phone can't get them. <laughs> stupid phone. Robert, so Robert does not listen to the podcast... So, which is good because he has not listened to us castigate relentlessly his awful list. But first off, <laughs> first off, Robert, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been playing IA? Right. So, I was with this crew originally when Matt brought out the campaign in the corset. So, that's like three years ago. Is mm-hmm. that Yeah, accurate? That would have been early 2015. Right. Yep, early 2015. Wow. And then we started skirmishing after we finished that campaign. So... So uh, what have you, what do you like to run typically? Mm-hmm. So I have always really liked running high figure count lists. That's true. I did the Trooper Swarm mm. kind of originally before it was cool. Yes. I did yeah, Ugnots. It's very true. I did Ugnots before they were cool. Ro- Robert really did do Ugnots before they were cool. I remember running a Leia list for like a store championship or something mm-hmm. and being yeah. like, oh, what are those guys doing? You wasted a focused... Obi-Wan attack. I had no on the junk. I had no, I was like, he, I know it was, he was, it was gonna terrible. Kill, he was going to kill awful. all of my things. I was but like, it, what's happening it here? It made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I like that because it mitigates the bad luck you yeah. get from the odd die roll. Yeah, it's true. You roll a lot. Okay. So right now I'm doing IG. Yeah. So this is his list. He's, right. He ran at a previous store championship and today. Right. Okay. So it's IG with Onar and Greedo as the damage dealers. Okay. And then I, I have three POS support. And then six Jawas. Oh, man, that's crazy. So that's ten activations. Right. You got a black market in there. And black market and devious. Mm-hmm. And devious. Right. Oh, my gosh. Which is, devious is terrific. Yeah. That really makes a big difference in playing for points. So tell us, um, besides the hunter suite, which is assassin, or, do you have on the lamb? I don't have on the lamb. Because you, I mean, your smugglers you don't care about. Not really. Yeah, I mean. And it, Greedo's fine, but a waste to bring on the lamb for. Yeah, because you'd have Greedo. I mean, all of your Jawas could use it, but again, right. it's the same thing. So right. what is your, so tell us about your command card deck. Right, so uh, I like the Jawas because the elite ones are leaders. Yep. So it still lets me bring planning. Okay. And then I have point manipulation cards like Celebrate or Celebration, uh, Black Market Prices, okay. um, Pickpocket. Okay, tell us, because people might not know what Pickpocket Sure, does. so Pickpocket, you roll a green die and steal that many victory points from your opponent. Okay. It's from an adjacent figure, is that right? From an adjacent figure. Okay. Which the Jawas don't care about. They're happy to be adjacent yeah. and cannon fodder for whatever to get a couple points off. So the, the my question with that is, is I get I suppose the math works out to being I'm stealing a point from you. So let's assume you you at least get one. Right. Steal one, which right. means that's a two point swing. Yes. And the hope is I mean that they're gonna waste a, an attack to because like what is it that prevents your opponent from being like okay you steal points from me and I just kill your Jawa. Right. Yeah. So usually I have the Jawas I go later in the turn okay. after my opponent's activated everything. Okay. As much as possible and then you get it for free and then with Devious I get to activate first the next round anyway. And okay. so I usually try to sequence it so that it doesn't matter so much. Okay. Do you have price on their heads? No, I don't. Okay. But I just 
we were actually just talking about that. Okay. I'm, I'm loath to give up a hunter action yeah. in order to play it. Which would be because you've only got the three. Right, because I only have the three. Mm. I used to run an, an elite Claudite in that list mm-hmm. to bring intelligence leak. Yes. But the elite Claudite just isn't as good as Onar. No, no. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I mean that, that is a, that is a good comparison because we've we've talked about we've talked about the Claudite a lot mm-hmm. in the last week ish. Yep. Yeah. Because I feel like the Claudite is in so many ways exactly what uh, like support like Hera, right? right? Like exactly what a support right. figure should be. Got a good damage, right? But like the problem is there's just so like that's the comparison. Do you take a Claudite, which has got great things going for it, or do you take Onar, who is right. like one of the best figures in the game? Yeah, I right. think I think that I have joked that you know, that Claudites are perfectly fair for their cost, which means they're nowhere near good enough to make the cut in any scum list. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you've got Greedo, Onar, and IG, right? Like, right. how are you going to break into that? Yeah. And the Claudite was terrific because giving those evades out to mm. IG at the oh. beginning improves his survivability substantially. Wait a second. You you ran the Claudite at the Oasis yeah. Game Story yeah. Championship. Yeah, I've okay. since switched it out. Yes, yeah. that's I remember because IG having those. So we should say, so I played against... We we play you you won a store kit tournament or something a demo with yeah with this list there was the heart of the empire no 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 no. this this was this this was this queue to be fair a lot of people were running pretty janky lists at that tournament well I don't think anyone would consider six Jawas not somewhat janky right right. (laughs) Right, that's true it's perfectly not janky I was running my Jedi Knight Luke spies list right and I got worked in our game. Yes. Like it was, it was painful. We were playing on Nelhada, and yeah, I remember that. I, oh, I, yeah, I, got, I, I, I got twenty points from the crates. Oh right? my gosh! And I, well, oh, and I remember I, that. The problem was, was I thought I had initiative when I did oh, it, yeah. and I you put Luke, I put out. Luke in a yeah. stupid spot, and so then, yeah. so I earned it. But Robert's list was the one I was most worried about at Oasis Games. Yeah. I mean, I like against Scott's list, I'm like it's Vader, right? But like against your list, it's like you got I have nine activations, but you have ten. And you got IG, right? That's right. the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So, well, there's there's known factors and there's not known factors. Yes. So even just our game here, just, if you haven't played against, mm-hmm. like I I had never played against the Jawa until today, and I hadn't played against Kenny's list for a long time, yep. and so it's one of those things where, like, I think about playing against IG88. It's like I've played against IG88 ninety percent of all games I've ever played. Yeah, and so and like still like. Most of my games have him involved somehow, so yeah. you know how to play around that. Yeah, but when you encounter something. Like, do I kill the Jawas? Yeah, right. Do I not? Do I kill IG? Like, who who dies first? Yeah. Because, I mean, in our match, I killed IG first, and then I killed Onar. But those Jawas, like, they, he killed all my jets with yeah. Jawas. Yes. The Jawas hit surprisingly hard. Yes. And I, I like them. I used to run the Ugnaughts. Yes. And the Junk Droid has, has some damage, yeah. especially against a white die. Yeah. Um, but the Jawas are a softer version of it, That's where they, they hit harder, yep. but they're less mobile, and they're a little more costly to put on the front line. Less expendable. Do less regu- expendable, Do right. regular Jawas have p- Search for Pierce 2? No, no. Just search for, But search for, no, no, Search for plus 2 okay. damage. And then plus 2 accuracy? And plus 2 accuracy. Okay. They can also Surge if they did not miss to make the target suffer a strain. Okay. Yeah. Which doesn't get used often. Yeah, yeah. But, what, but, but hey, if you... Like for a dodge or where you roll a bunch of blocks, like, hey, at least you got something. Yeah. Technically, a dodge is a miss, so that. Oh. Doesn't yeah. Work. Right. Well, but, but if you blocks roll, like, would be fine. Like against Vader. Right. right? Yeah. Or you like, can make him suffer a strain, which is good consolation. Yeah. We, sh- we should also say, um, maybe we'll do a little bit of discussion of like your play style. Um, tell us about Utini, the card Utini. Oh, so that's Cause, a funny... Because this makes this list work in a lot of ways. Well, so it's funny that you preface the question that way Kay. because I dropped it for really? this. Really? 
uh, tournament. Really? Well, yes. that's why you lost. Wait, 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 wait. Before we time out, time out. So I should say this. So and when I played, when we played our game at the, uh, not not Oasis, at Demo. At Demo. He, he, so we were on Nalhada, so we're separated by distance because we both got kind of close range lists. In a, in a round in which I wasn't doing anything, you got like six points, right? Like with your team shots. Wasn't that how it went Right, down? yeah. So I, I only got three, okay. I think. It's, oh, well, all right. So, but so but yeah, good, but it's so. not a, yeah, so my experience with Utini is that it's difficult to make it worthwhile to play. Okay. For those of us who don't, oh, yeah. who sure. don't know yeah. what Utini yeah. does, because I've seen it, but I don't remember. Right. Yeah, sure. Remind us what Utini does. Right. So you play it at the start of a round, and for the duration of that round, all of your jaw was get plus one speed, yep. plus one accuracy, yep. and gain the ability to surge for a victory point. It's kind of like a fuel upgrade, but like for Jawas. Sure, yeah. Right, yeah. And so it is, it's good. Yeah. And I consistently get three points out of it. Yeah. And the extra speed on the Jawas is nice yep. for these control mats. But really it only makes sense to play it in the, at the start of the second round. Yep. Because uh, we're, we're, after not, we're that, exchanging low value shots at that point. Right, yeah, we're exchanging yeah. low value shots. And after that, I've lost enough Jawas that the impact is almost zero. Okay, that's fair. And so, and I'd much rather have a different card at the start of the second round. So, what'd you sub out? Uh, so, I, I got Onar's uh, extra protection okay. instead. All right, that's fair. That's, I mean, a perfectly fine card. Right, <laughs> right. It's a perfectly fine card. I mean, it gave him a free weak way kill. Oh, yeah, yeah. When we played today. So. Yeah. Onar, so, if I played Scum, I just, like, you know how people love Greedo? Like, yeah. how everyone loves Greedo? Yeah. That's my thought of Onar. Like, I don't think I could ever, I could build a Scumless without. Greedo. So I don't think I could ever build. I don't see. I, I would rather have Greedo than Onar. Yeah. But like, here's the thing of like, because this is this is going to be an interesting thing, and we'll talk about Hondo a little bit later. Oh yeah. But I think about like, so there's a six point scum figure. Would I rather have Onar or would I rather have Hondo? I would personally rather have Hondo. Really. But here's the thing about Onar that, and I will give him his due credit. So Onar is great in that like. He is a force to be reckoned with. It's like a truck. If, yeah, he can he can hit eight damage out. Yep. He's hard to one shot, almost impossible, impossible to one shot. Well, I'm, I played Vader. I know. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah, I did, uh, ah, even Vader, even Vader needs more than a 15. little bit of health to one <laughs> right. shot. See, but like that's telling you something. Right. Without like, without dice, like he actually, so he he Vader against no dice is going to average seven damage. Right. So yes. Yeah. So it, two and a little bit. And so uh, in yeah. one Vader activation, you can certainly kill. Right. Yeah. One but Vader my, activation. My point is, yeah. like that is still a difficult. Prospect, yes. right? Yeah. It's still not easy. Like, yes. Dracotta, I'm yes. almost guaranteed every time. Because my black dice does not matter. Yeah, right? Right. as dice. opposed to like uh, Onar trades the black dice for three extra health, which right. is awesome. Yeah, which is good. But I do think that as much of a presence that Onar has, and it's nice to be able to give people back up, and extra protection is really nice. Yeah. I also think about every time I play against Onar, I'm just like, hey, it's really nice he doesn't have a die. I'm just going to pop some jet attacks into him. Yeah, and like, yeah. And Onar can go down really quickly. He can. Yeah. I, I sort of look at Onar as being, like, he's an efficiency attacks for your opponent. Right, he's a figure that can deal a respectable amount of damage. He will always soak a respectable amount of yes. damage. Right. Yep. Um, and and he doesn't reward you that much. He's worth six points. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like a, it's 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 an efficiency tax. Your opponent has to be able to to absorb to absorb and and sort of deal with that much health damage, all of those things, in order to to neutralize him. Yeah. Whereas other figures, if you have the right card combos, if you have shenanigans, they're pretty easy to like mitigate 
without a lot of effort. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great way to phrase it. I actually really enjoy running into Onar with my Jawas yeah. because I'm happy to spend those regular Jawa attacks, which are going to average three to four damage against no die. Yeah. Because they surge for plus two damage. Yeah. Right. And so, so yeah, and if you have four of those... I mean, that's, that's terrific. I've seen, I mean, like, they will eat things, right? Like, yeah. they, they really will. And the fact that the elites have pierce, too, as yes. well. Yes, oh, yeah. Man. And they, mean, can, they can play tools for the job. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing about tools is that you really can't get better surges to play it for. It's true. And that's so it's yeah. pretty solid. I did six damage to IG playing <laughs> against Matt one time. Um, with a focus. With a fo- elite Jawa. Right. Was? Focused elite Jawa. Wow. Mm-hmm. I remember killing... Kenny's Jared with a focused elite jive. Oh, that's I, sometimes also your elite jello rolls two surges yeah. into Han Solo <laughs> and fails to force the on the land. Yeah. <laughs> which which may or may not have happened today. That, that was on the low end of variance in our game. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's true. Not bad, man. Yeah. Feels bad. Yeah. The oh. yellow die. Yeah, indeed. Yellow okay, die. so um, Robert's running an awesome list. Is there anything else you'd like to say about it? Because I'd kind of like to move into a conversation about. Because I think that. Your list is an awesome example of a swarm that is good with points. Right. Okay? Which yeah. is a, as opposed to a massive scum alpha or like, you know, I don't know what another scum archetype would be. <laughs> other than, I mean, the points manipulation is right. one. Beast is, Machines is a thing once Beast upon a time. Beast Machines was yeah. a thing once upon a time. Is there anything else you'd like to say about your list? Well, so I enjoy it. I played today against Scott and Vader for the first time with that list. Tell us about that. And, well, that that's the weakness of that list. <laughs> yes. That it, it doesn't do very much against Vader. And I never played against Vader fixed before. Yeah. And so I put IG seven spaces away, or eight spaces away. He had to move seven to be adjacent. Yeah. And Scott happened to have that combo. Yep. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to gauge how bad of a choice I made <laughs> in that, because yeah. in the context, well, it lost me the game. Yeah. But well, it was, it was rough because I had, so in my opening hand, you know, I had planning, and that drew me into face-to-face and I had, I didn't even have the parting blow combo, uh, but I had face-to-face and looking for a fight, and I said, okay, he's positioned in that Vader will take no damage doing this. Right. And I just ran up seven spaces, I had a damage token from looking for a fight, and I I rolled uh, max damage on one red, three pips on the yellow, and one on the red, re-rolled it into three, and I did 11 damage pierce three to IG-88, and he rolled two block, he had three block, and all of it went away, and so would have been nice to have a, an elite cloud eye to Vader. <laughs> right. Yeah, on, right. On, on some mornings, Vader just eats his Wheaties and, <laughs> yeah. and murders everything. Bre- breakfast of horrific when, champions. Whenever I play Vader, it seems like he for, he skips breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. It's because you don't have the love for <laughs> Vader. Right. Vader right. rewards Vader love. Yeah, Vader uh, he rewards. Yeah, that, that's how the dark side works. That's right? exactly yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Saving what we love versus killing what we hate. Anyway. So anyway, that's what I'd say about the list. Okay. Uh, I, if it can't handle Vader, then it's not competitive in the meta. What would you say, like, playing your next game against right. Scott, what would be, like, what would you change? Well, I'd put IG-88 eight spaces away from Vader. <laughs> Always, <laughs> fair. Always fair. Thing yeah. is, Vader can go nine spaces. <laughs> I, like, and still I, if attack? I'm, yeah. if, if, How does I'm not, it, if I'm not with ten, officer help. No, no, oh, no urgency. Yeah, urgency. Oh, yeah. I always like. I with always, officer help, he could go eleven spaces. Yeah, I always oh, think if man. I'm not ten spaces away from Vader, I should assume he can parting blow kill me. That, that's how like I always think about Vader. That's and awful. so I was out, in my game against Scott. I was just counting. I needed Dracotta to be eleven spaces away from.
Vader yeah. at all times. And so because I would have like, rather attacked Dracotta than Han. Yeah. And that was the big thing, and that was the whole crux of the game. Yeah. So like, I mean, like the thing is with Vader, that's I I think what everybody fails to underestimate in terms of like Vader's board pressure is. He, if he gets any one of a number of cards, his ability to just completely swing the game state is just so crazy. Right. Yeah, and that's and I need to play against him more to appreciate that. Yeah. I'm happy to do that for you. <laughs> there you provide go. that service. Scott, I think no one else wants to provide right. Scott that service. <laughs> Scott just needs to have like a tutoring service, like the tutoring service. <laughs> well, I, I will so be I've got, with Vader. I'm working on. So I I, I posted that like Vader um, like how strategy to, guide strategy guide, and so people were like, hey, would you mind writing up something on how to attack each medalist with with Vader and so I'm working on that and that's a great idea yeah that's so awesome. we're gonna throw that up and then I think we'll throw it up Jake wants to put it on the Twin Troopers uh, blog so um, we'll we'll probably throw that up but I think a lot of it is just like Vader Vader indicates one type of play like mm-hmm. you think hey he's Vader he's got a bunch of health super defensive super strong you think he just sort of sits as like this I'm gonna you know just run at things yeah. it's like no because when you do that Han makes a nine damage attack against you, and nine damage taken, eleven yeah. damage swung, yep. and you roll terribly. Yep. Um, and Vader goes down, and the idea is that you really have to time it really well. You say, "What does Vader need to do? When does he need to do it by? Yeah. How, what do I need to do it? Yeah. And you right. you just build the whole thing around him. And and that's my strategy of Vader. I know people on the East Coast particularly will will run more of like a jet centric. Like, hey, Vader's just there to to yeah. divert attention while jets do work. Yep. Um, but you know, for me, I, I'm I'm basing so much of it around Vader getting that work done. Yeah, exactly. which I, is how you love to play, also. Yeah, that's that's you love that enormous play that takes out the queen piece in one go. Yeah, and that's that's it. your favorite. You have to swing that. Like, yeah, it, there's there's no greater feeling in this world <laughs> <laughs> than running up with I against IG88 and Vader killing him in one go before oh. that. And if they have Blaze of Glory in hand, it's even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. that actually reminds me of when. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in uh, the Oasis Star Championship game one against Scott, I had Jedi Knight Luke. He was at full health. I had killed a jet. I drew Son of Skywalker, and Vader comes around. End of round, attacks him. He does like respectable damage. He probably does like four or five. And then you killed. Him. Oh no, a jet called the Vanguard. That's right. That was it. That was how it happened. And then Luke was dead. And with call with Son of Skywalker in hand, I was like, "Well, this was fun." <laughs> yeah. All right. Seems well, about that, par for the course. That, that was exactly. Yeah, that was exactly right. That was exactly right. Okay, so where what I like to do right now is we're gonna have a little bit of a conversation. Honda was spoiled yesterday. Also, one thing that we should say. So traditionally, what has happened is FFG has dropped the spoilers at like. Around 1.50 uh, Central Standard, not Central Standard uh-huh. Time, Central Daylight Time, um, over the past few weeks. And so this week, it came and went, and we were like, we were expecting it, because Lothal is dropping next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were expecting the news. They had done no- the same thing the last, like, three yeah. weeks. Nothing came. So I was like, all right, we're not getting anything. Although someone said, like, no, we're getting something. And I'm like, well, clearly not, right? Like, we're minutes behind. Ken. Uh, Kento. Ken, yeah, Kento. Um, Ken70 on the Slack channel was like, it's dropping at 2 p.m. And I was like, BS. He's like, I have a friend who's telling me this. So here's the thing. So I'm like, BS. That is like, okay, fine, Ken. Whatever. You can say whatever you want. Two o'clock on the dot, the thing drops. And he says, he's like, he's like, it's up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. So one, we got to know who Ken knows in... FFG. Right, but then we might lose that loophole. Just, uh, just accept Deep Throat for okay. who he is. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. And in 40 years, Liam Neeson will make a movie about it. <laughs> and he'll say, 
It'll drop at 2 p.m. <laughs> hey, Todd, I would just like to say that you don't have to tell Kent these things. You can also tell us. Your secrets are safe with us. Okay. That sounds like the most compelling, low-stakes spy thrill I've ever heard. <laughs> no way, this is awesome. Okay, so so Hondo Hondo's um, card dropped. So is we got a complete spoiler of the Hondo pack. Okay, yeah. so let's... Uh, not complete, because like... So they haven't, with the Facebook spoilers, they haven't done like agenda cards and okay. like side oh, missions sure. and a stuff, skir- but skirmish. all the skirmish relevant cards. Okay, so maybe what we'll do is, uh, Matt, do you want to go through, um, let's just do the name of the cards, and then we can kind of just do a quick breakdown as we're like going through. Sure. So I'm going to start with Hondo because it's his pack. Yep, right. Let's do it. So Hondo, her friend for hire, six cost, he's a smuggler and a leader, nine health, five speed, rolls a white die in the defense, ranged attack pool, blue, red, green. Oh, that's attack. awesome. That's a I great love pool. that attack. Phenomenal. It's great yep. pool. Surge abilities are not quite up to ONR standard, but surge for one damage, surge for two accuracy. Yeah, not great. So not terrible, but not amazing either. Yeah, right. Uh, the abilities are where he really starts to start winking at us. So first we have negotiate. When you declare an attack, apply plus two damage to the attack results unless the defender pays you two victory points. Pays you two victory points. Pays you two victory points. So it's a four-point swing. Yes. And which also does not account for the fact that, like, round one, and even probably round two, you're not going to have those points, right? Right. I have to say, like, I hate this ability, but I love the theming of it. Yeah. Which is this, like, hey, like... Mm -hmm. Let's make a deal. Would you like to? <laughs> would you like to buy my focus away? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. Like, right. right. I think it'd be even more interesting if it's pay five victory points and they don't get to attack you. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. I mean, that is kind of like it's kind of the inverse of what mm-hmm. we're going to see with this card. But yeah. anyway, keep going. Hondo has one more ability. It's called "What's Yours Is Mine." At the end of the round, if you are in an opponent's deployment zone, that opponent loses two victory points and you gain two victory points. Limit once per mission. Gosh, mm. I, I love. I mean, like. There's a lot of things about Hondo, about, like, this set that I'm not, like, super jazzed about for one that, like, Hondo is, you know, scum, <laughs> right? As opposed to, as right. opposed to, not like I could really expect, but I love the design of Hondo. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. one of the most interestingly designed cards I think we've had in a while. Yeah. It, he plays right into that scum, like, we're messing around with Victory Points theme that, yep. I, that they've been pushing since, like, the core set. Yeah. And right. has only become relevant, like, in the last couple of months. Yep. Very recently. Um, did you say he was five speed? Yes, five speed, which okay. is a big deal. Especially it's, for that ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. As a six-point smuggler, his, his immediate point of comparison is Onar, who we talked about previously, yep. right? And he doesn't have the same, like, brood efficiency no. that Onar does, right. but he has a lot more finesse and finagling, and he's going to be really skill testing for your opponent. Yes, right. he, absolutely. If you, like, he, what, how well you play against Hondo is going to be really dependent on just how good you are at the game. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I think Hondo is going to force a lot of play. Like, if I think about, like, Going up against Hondo, if I choose not to play him, which I may end up playing him because he's, I'm very excited. It just seems figure. so fun. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm going to try him out. I don't know. He may pull me away from Vader. He may not. For a week or two. <laughs> right. No, like, uh, it may be like what I would take competitively sure. if, if the scum manipulation became a really prominent thing because yeah. he adds so much to it. With nine health and a white die, that's two to three jet attacks. Like, yes. if I'm thinking about, like... Two like, attacks, realistically. Right. I mean, it could be one Vader attack or two, yes. right? But, like, he is a little bit squishier. Yes. Especially with an Onar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's really good because he's offensively insane. Yes. He, the points... If, if he swings eight points... In a oh, in a game, right? That's insane. Yeah. That, that, that's more than his cost, and that's one that's one attack that you don't pay him for. Yep. 
and his deployment zone yeah. ability. And someone said, I don't think that'll come in. I'm like, okay, one, with five speed. And, like, we played on – Kenny, now you know you've played on Tarkin now. We've all played on Tarkin yeah. now. Those deployment zones are not that far no. away from each other. Mm-hmm. And your theater of war might be a different place. So getting to that deployment zone is not necessarily super mm-hmm. hard on some maps. Yeah. It is at the end of the round, though. And so you have to – Sequence your yes, yeah, your sure, groups yeah. so that he's alive at the end of the. I round. think about him as like a as a scary flanker, right? Like mm-hmm. where he's like yeah. going to put pressure on a flank, and if you're not thinking about dealing with him, he can either dash in to get right. more points, yeah. right? Like I think of him as like we think of like who needs to die first, right? So against Kenny's box, the answer is MHD, MHD or you need an Intel back. League Miracle Worker, either one, right? <laughs> but like <laughs> still fresh, yeah. too too soon. <laughs> you won the game, get over it. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> you still got to on the lamp. Uh, so, but, like, you need to say, like, who who needs to die first, right? Yep. Like, and, and Vader's nice because if MHD's not around, I can just kill Dracotta. Yep. I think Dracotta needs to die first in that scenario. Um, but, like, yeah, or, like, uh, IG-88 needs to die first, or yep. Vader needs to die first, or something like that. I think Hondo forces Hondo needs to die first. Yeah. And I think that's really tough for me if you have IG-88 and Hondo, if yeah, you're fitting both of them. Point. I'm like, well, IG needs to die, but if Hondo gets to do these things, like, that's devastating, like... He really forces that choice. That's a great yeah. point. So let's throw Hondo's unique command card into this equation. Yeah, that's right. So Screw this is Hondo's card. card. It's called Let's Make a Deal. Costs zero. Yep. Um, oh, it's so it's only a one of, although usually that's the norm, so we'll roll with that. So his ability is use while defending. Pay your opponent X victory points to apply minus X damage to the attack results. Then you become focused. Oh my gosh! For zero. For, For zero. zero. <laughs> yeah. So, the, I know. so the, the, wow. the thing that's bonkers about this particular card is that the person playing it has full control of deciding when it's worth it and yep. how much it's worth. Oh right. my gosh! Right. Like right. the the ability to just sort of like sometimes you play it like Zillow. Yeah. So, sometimes it is a Zillow discard that also focuses you. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I mean, Zillow's all right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and other times it's like it's that, it's. Oh, Bigger than that. Other times, it's a zero cost on the lamb, and sure, like potentially you're paying a really big victory point swing. Yeah. Right. But if you're in a situation where like time has been called, yep. it's the end of the round. Yep. Hondo hasn't gone yet. Yep. And you're like, hey, I can pay my opponent two victory points to prevent them from scoring six. Yeah. yeah. Like awesome. that's huge. Well, and, and, and it, we talk about like, oh, you're paying the price, but like, are you paying the price? Yeah. Because if your list is built around cheating out more victory points, yep. then you're just paying them the stuff you've already stolen from them. <laughs> so you're actually, so if you think about it as a race to 40, yeah. right? People think of like, oh, um, in order to prevent my opponent from getting you know, further ahead in the race, I'll put myself a little bit down to keep where they're, where they're at. No, yeah. no. This is, hey, we're up here. Yep. I'm going to move them down. I'll let them catch back up so that I can yeah. continue moving yeah, forward. Exactly. We talk about win more cards, which is this idea that like there are some cards that are only useful to you when you are ahead, and they just serve to get you further ahead. Like, give an example. Um, uh, I don't have one off the top of my head because they never see play. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, because the idea is if you're ahead, you don't need the help, and yeah. if you're behind, you don't. Right? Okay, sure. Um, this is this is the opposite of that. This, okay. this is for me. This is a turnaround card. This is a card that if your head is maybe dead, but that's okay. Yeah. And if you're behind, this can really 
That's a great point. Yeah. That's a well, great no, I point. Think, like I think this is really useful behind. if you're ahead as well, though. Yeah. Because if you're ahead, you have the mm -hmm. realm of like, yeah. I have the points to spare, yeah. Yeah. and this keeps my opponent yeah. from changing the tempo. Of it's the at game. its highest utility when when it's close or when you're behind, yeah. though. Which is, I think, like I think the utility the, is is equal at all points. Okay. Well, let's. <laughs> I disagree. Okay. Well, we can we can like, we can move yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, itemize that however we mm -hmm. want. I would like to point out it is after assassinate has been played. Uh huh. Right. So like your opponent is going to drop assassinate. Yeah, it's a modifier. Yeah. Exactly. So then what you can do is you can say, okay, you would have killed me. I'm not going to pay you one victory point so that I survive, right? right. And now your assassinate's gone and you didn't even kill my figure, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's a feels bad yeah. man. I think that's also why you need to kill him quickly so you can hope that card is not a thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So, so one, or I wanted to ask a question yeah. from a moment ago uh, on the, actually on his deployment card. Yeah. And that is, we've seen other cards like um, on a diplomatic mission. Yep. And there's a command card that talks about being behind or in your opponent's deployment. Or smuggler's run. Smuggler's, smuggler's run. run. Right. The mm -hmm. command card that you're thinking of is the spy card that allows you to look at your opponent's deck and rearrange. Like the that's look right. At three that's cards right. And then that's right. Yeah. So but smuggler's run allows you right, to smuggler's run. One. So those have never seen play mm -hmm. before. So no. is this going to be different? So is this important? Smuggler's run is rebels. Right. So that's it's. You can be, Saska him into the rebels. You can Saska. Okay. So for that, you, I mean, you we go ahead and do that. We've taken an efficient figure and somehow made him. So sort of what I think about yours and mine. I think that that ability, the deployment zone VP trade, uh -huh. that is frosting. Yes. That like that is right. frosting on an already fantastic cake. Yeah. Right. So it's it, it's not worth running by itself, mm -hmm. but because Hondo is good and there are going to be corner cases where that ability just wins you a game outright. Yeah, that's right. so crazy. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Um, so other cards, let's do hostile negotiation. Let's do it. So this is any figure command card, one cost. Uh, use during your activation to discard a com random command card from your hand. If you do, your opponent discards two random cards from their hand. Hmm. So you're playing Hall's Negotiation and discarding a random card from your hand. To so trade. it's two for two. It's kind yeah, of like you're, how you're trading for two random cards from your opponent's hand. So and you you have to be able to discard a card. That's correct. So yes. if, if you if Hall's Negotiation is the only card in your hand, you can't pay the cost to oh. trigger the ability. Yep. Interesting. So what do you guys think about this? I mean, I really like it. Mm -hmm. I feel like. I, I really like it. I like the hand control. I feel like mm -hmm. the ability... To, it, I don't feel like it's broken. I feel like it's it's enough of a cost, right? Because you're not going to want to play this card. Like, Scott's not going to want to play this card. With no, his, I don't want it. Right? Because, like, yeah. Scott, like, mm -hmm. his whole hand is built around, you know, uh, pulling off particular yeah. combos. Well, and, and like, uh, we talk about with the rule by fear. Yes. That is that is the worst moment in any game for me because I just say <laughs> I want all of these. Yes, right. and there are certain cards that I'm more willing to discard than others. Yeah, and certain ones that I'm just like, this is mm -hmm. a non-starter. I will not consider this. Yeah. the The thing about hostile negotiations is I think it fits really well into particular lists. I think Thrawn probably is one yeah. lives. I think it works great for um, stuff with shared experience or things that you so redraw great. cards. Oh man, that'd be awesome. I think it would right. work really interesting with Leia. That's uh, mm -hmm. Greg Monson, uh, runner-up at Worlds, actually brought that up in the... Yeah, as if she can just say, yeah. cool, I'll, I'm willing to discard this amazing card because I'll just redraw it. Yep, exactly. Right? <laughs> and so there's, there's certain lists that I think you can play that run maybe less valuable or mm -hmm. less essential combos or these are all good cards yeah. but they if I don't have them that's okay yeah, yeah. for me the, if I don't have parting blow that's a huge yeah, deal huge. great point yeah like I think of this as like because I've spent so much time playing against Kenny yeah. who in the world of like hunters and then later in the world of parting blow said hey instead of doing all that stuff I'm going to run spies I'm going to run shenanigans that are all about 
sort of blunting the edge and preventing you from doing your cool yep. things and then punching back. Yep. This, to me, I don't know that it fits in anything that exists currently. No. But I am seeing, and like I feel like there's this real emerging archetype happening that's like thrown with a bunch of troopers, yep. maybe a Palpatine in there. You have a bunch of spy cards. You have a bunch of these, like, focus control, command card control things, and you just sort of say, like, I'm going to sit back. Yep. I'm going to collect power tokens. Yep. Um, I'm going to whittle away at your cards in your deck and in your hand. And even if I'm pitching this card plus a random one from my hand for two randoms from your hand, the odds are pretty good it's going to come out of my favor. Yeah, I, re- I, I do. I think with mm-hmm. Thrawn and, like, in a Thrawn, like, spy-ish list. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the, thing, the reason why, here's another thing. I would not run this in, like, the box because mm-hmm. even though I'm not built on, like, comboing, I'm built on all having cards in here, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I need right. to have yeah, you Miracle Worker or You can't or run this lamb. if you have On the Lamb. Nope. You can't play it if you have On the Lamb in hand. You can't play it if you have Blaze yeah. of Glory in hand. Yep. Like, the risk is too high. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This, is, this is specifically, and I think even in those situations where it's like, sometimes, like, maybe you discard your opponent's trash cards, and they're like, okay, because because it's random, yeah. the situation where you want this is you have it, and you have one other card you're yep. willing to discard, and they have two cards. Yep. That is your ideal scenario, and that is so rare that, like I said, I think... One out of every 15 or 20 lists you see in a large tournament. Yeah. If you're, like, at Worlds or if you're at Nova or region, you know, not even, I mean, at a region you maybe get one list with it yeah. is my prediction. And it's some guy who has uh, built their list or a girl that, you know, she wants to, like, control what's yes. going on and just say, His my name's list. Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, well, my, my, my control's different now. Yes. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it used, when I was running Spies, I would have loved this card. And, I, I mean, this card is enough to make me want to try Spies again, right? right. Well, but like that's the, that's the thing is like I also think there's this argument of if you say I want to take the best figures without support or without cards mm. and just have a command card deck that is dispensable, yeah, and just and like run control and say I'm gonna bet that if you don't get your cards and I don't get my cards, I that win. I win. Exactly. Mm, that's an interesting point. So because me and Matt had a discussion on the way back from work one day where it was, hey, if command cards weren't a thing in the game, what list do you think would be dominant? Mm. And we came with Vader. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I yeah. Think because the you know, answer. Yeah. but you know, obviously that's not the world we live in. Yeah. But like, if you if you could say like, all right, they don't get their cool stuff mm-hmm. and I don't get my cool stuff, would I win? I don't think discarding two cards is enough to say you don't get your cool stuff, because even if I hit Blaze yeah. on the Lamb, you, you still have yeah. a sass. So, but this, yeah. this in tandem with Thrawn's ability to burn yes. cards out of your opponent's deck, yep. and with potentially some strain shenanigans, bit, and yeah. with spy cards, it's like, this card by itself is not going to do things, but it fits potentially within a larger combo yeah. that can, I think has some real potential. Which yeah. is a and great think, way of expanding the meta. Yeah. Yes. I think that this card reminds me a lot of Signal Jammer. Mm. Yes. Because it's one of those, let's deprive both of us of our mm-hmm. cool things and yes. hopefully you're right. losing more cool stuff than yes, right. exactly. Well, we had a really interesting thought discussion on Signal Jammer where I think Signal Jammer is really about saying isn't about saying you don't get a card it's about saying um, I get to know when you want to do something yeah. right. and I get to guarantee a certain thing doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. you have to pay a tax in order to pick yeah, a play yeah. card. Yeah. And I get to know that you have something big coming. Yes. Yes. I don't know why, but I've like been really bullish on Signal Jammer. It I, seems like like Brett's like, it's bad, but I'm like, listen, if, I, if I'm getting initiative and I'm playing against an opponent mm-hmm. who either can play Call the Vanguard 
or take initiative. Second yeah. chance. Or second yeah. chance, right? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think, I think the, there are a couple of issues with that. Like one is that like you have to have initiative in order to yes. block start yes. cards. Yes. Yep. And you and you're gambling that they have them at the immediate moment that you play it. Like there are a lot of situational like problems right. with with Signal Jammer in a vacuum. Yeah. Well, the, the, I think oh, yeah, like yeah. people were oh, talking about it when it was first spoiled. I was like, oh hey, this is the new auto include. This is the new second oh, copy I of Negation. And I think that a lot of us were like, well no, like it's really situational. Yeah. But yeah. within the context of hostile negotiation, mm-hmm. of Thrawn, of all these other things, maybe there's some room. For right. It. Well, right. the example we gave that I came up with was, hey, Vader needs two damage to die. It's the beginning of a new round. Um, mm. I don't want him to play second chance. Yeah. So, and th- like, single gem will mean he doesn't get to activate and I get to kill him. Oh, and man, that's that is that's the scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's a lot of sure. X factors yeah. Yeah. that, right. that sure. need to line mm-hmm. up for that. Okay. All right. Let's All right. So we've we decided hostile negotiations. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see what it yeah. does. Yeah. Uh, next up is another command card. Out of time. Any scum figure. One cost. <sighs> Use during your activation. A hostile figure within three spaces and line of sight suffers strain equal to the current round number. Okay, Matt, give us your thoughts first, because I think you're a little more bearish on this card. Yeah, so there is a lot of stuff happening with effects that are equal to the current round number in the game, right? Mm -hmm. There's, um, I believe, Hour of Need is the new rebel card that heals you. The problem is that, like, so in the current state of the game, um, everything is happening round two, round three. Yep. Um... Strain is interesting, like like so. A lot of people have looked at this and have said, "Hey, this like round three and beyond. This is a this is a one cost assassinate." Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Which is kind of crazy, but but there are a lot of conditionals on that, yeah. right? It's like, hey, one, it's strain, and your opponent can divide that however they want. Yep. So, you although can, if you're in round three, there are some decks that have drawn all of their rebel decks, cards. rebel That's decks, true. Rebel which is and a lot of scum decks. Yes. So, yeah. so it's. Like, there are plenty of decks that, like, are going to run out of cards, and that's a big deal, right? Yeah. But but in a lot of situations, they're going to have the option to say, like, okay, I'm going to take two of those strain as cards, yeah. and my figure won't die. Yep. I think that, like, the situation where this actually kills a figure is really di- is, is a really an edge case for me. Yeah, um, I don't and, disagree and, and I would say that, like, the tempo of, of having a different one-cost, one-point card that you can use in round two or round, t- round three that does the same thing and you can rely on it every single time yeah. is big enough that I don't know that this makes the cut, especially given the current well, Scum Hunter loadout. Let's yeah. think about the, the equivalents, right? So each faction got a card that said, do X equal a round number, get tokens, deal strain, right. yep. heal. The last wave, each faction got a unique card that is, <laughs> that is like deal three random damage, Those heal three gone. damage to yeah. everybody, right? To everybody, yeah. Right? Symmetrical effect, yeah. yeah, right. And so the idea is, is no one runs those. Yeah. And I think the heal, like I think the rebel one probably hour of need, hour of need. Um, I think maybe the the Thrawn one where it's just like you get tokens, right? Because as Matt pointed right. out, like there's this thought of. I would love to strain you three eight cards out. Like if you're taking strain as cards, I'm happy because yeah. if if it's mm-hmm. if, right. but, but yeah. if you've drawn them all out, I'll take the damage. But like if it was round one, and I could maybe pitch some important cards, but by round three, maybe you've already got all the cards mm-hmm. that you really want. And so it is very situational. And the, well, the and only as you can say, it's such a bummer to draw this round one. Yeah. Right? Because wow. you, you have to yeah. sit on it for two rounds before you feel like it's yep. effective and mm-hmm. it's just taking the place of a much more yep. useful card. I want to draw the distinction too. So Thrawn's ability to give out power tokens equal to the round number, that happens every time he activates. Yeah. Sure. And so it is It is good. Like it's, it, it is, is a, not ex- bad round one and it gets better every round where this card gets played one time Yeah. 
and it has an effect one time. Right, which is another point as to why this isn't super great. Uh-huh. I think another factor, too, that we should talk about is that with Lothal Waste going to be in rotation yeah. and some discussion that we've heard about list building, there is some expectation from members of the community that the game's going to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> we might see round Ooh, four. Screw, right, right. Right, so if you got to round five somehow mm-hmm. um, and you said, all right, I'm going to heal five or I'm going to... Deal five strain to you. Yeah. And it's like, who has five cards? No one. By round five, you're gone. It's like, this is just a five damage card. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And and super situational. Doesn't require an action, I would say. Like, I would say say the biggest thing is, like, I do not think that this is a drop-in. I I do not think this replaces, like, primary target or anything like that. However, I would say that I think that if for people who want to think about doing a strain... Um, a strain archetype yep. kind of thing, mm-hmm. where like they want to like try and abuse that ability. I do. Th- I think yep. this is. I would agree there because like with under duress, suddenly paying the card tax to block that damage yeah. yes. gets much larger. I under, wish duress, that under duress were it should, more runnable. It should yeah. cost I, one, right? Two well, is. It's, or I think a, for two cost that you should do when you suffer a strain. Yeah. You should suffer a damage in a strain. Oh man. For yes. two costs, yes. I think that's reasonable, and that would be awesome. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I was saying on this, like, so I think Brett was kind of. Bullish on this, and I think I don't think out of time is amazing, and I don't think it fixes under duress. However, I would think if I was a scum player, I would think very seriously about including this in something like a point manipulation. Yeah. Like at some point, point manipulation yeah. hand control. At some time, we at some point we have to hit like a critical mass of good strain cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where like, like they have been trying to do strain in scum as a theme from the core set. Right. In and like we've hit the critical mass for points manipulation in scum. Yeah. I think at some point, like this is a card that if that list ever hits that point, yeah. it will see play there. Yeah, absolutely, sure. absolutely. Okay, so out of time. Let's go yeah, on to the next right. one. So here's Lion Ambush, which is uh, one of the cards that is brought to us by World Champion Daniel Taylor. Thank you, Daniel Taylor. Um, and perhaps the most talked about card in mm. this pack. Yeah. So it's a, it's a unique one-cost skirmish upgrade, faction neutral. Okay. It's an attachment, but for non-massive and non-unique figures only. So okay. no Bantha, no Jedi yep. Knight Luke. Before no the, Vader. No like Vader. <laughs> if I could put that on Vader. I mean, it was, it was, it, it's blocked from Vader anyway because you would He's have to run Vader without his fix. Right, yeah. right. But yes. Oh, but like, think about like how crazy that is. Like, You can drop Brutality. Vader in your opponent's deployment. Yeah. Well, let's Brutality. go through it. Okay, all right, all right. So before deployment, set one of your groups aside out of play and attach this to it. This group does not deploy during deployment. After an opponent activates a group, if you have three or more exhausted or defeated groups and it is not the first round, deploy this group to any deployment zone. Whoa. I hadn't yeah. read that yep. yet. Yeah. So, so a couple things about this. One of the thoughts that I had that, I, that I, appears to be false and I'm very disappointed about is this idea that, like, so when you run an attachment in your list... You don't have to decide who it goes on until you see your opponent's list and you sit down. Oh, really? Yeah. So if so, if you have multiple viable targets, you have to put it somewhere, right? Okay. And so the immediate thought that I had was like, well, is it allowed to just not attach it to anything? Uh. So that in on maps or in situations where it's not going to be helpful, you just don't run it. Turns out that's not the case. You have to include. You it. have to attach. Like if it's in your list, you have to ha- attach it to a legal target okay. before you run. So, okay. But um, even still, like and the specifically, flexibility is cool. like there's there's not a lot of wiggle room on when the ambush happens. It's after you have three or more exhausted or defeated groups in round two. Yeah, right, okay. right, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so. This is cool because, or it reminds me of some of the Armada. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cards. the hyperspace stuff. Uh, the hyperspace yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Which yeah. is a really interesting aspect <clears throat> of play in that game, mm-hmm. and I like that it's being brought over. To yeah, I, I love the design of the card. 
I'm struggling to see when I would want to use it. Like as a Vader player. Well, not even as a Vader player, but I'm trying to think of like what's a list when I would want to do this because I'm trying to think like drop it on East Centuries. Yeah, but mm-hmm. even then, like I'm just thinking about like so I'm basically playing down a group round one, uh-huh. right? Which means positioning and pressure is down. Yes. I'm paying down an activation. Yes. I have to wait till midway through. Basically, is it your opponent has three exhausts or to be you? You. So I. So basically, midway through my second round, I can drop some guys in. Yeah. Right. So you can drop them in right before they activate, so they're not gonna like sit right. there and get shot, which right. is nice. But I'm also thinking of your opponent knows what set aside. Sure. Your opponent knows like, hey, like I'm just gonna play around that, right? Like it's not like a. It, it it it's something that I think can be used very effectively. Yeah. But like, I'm not scared. See, as a Vader one of the player, like I'm well, just not. I I mean, like I think the thing about it, like in terms of, it might not be putting forward pressure, but it puts a ton of backwards pressure on right. your opponent, right? right. Like because now your opponent's thinking, like if I'm running the box, like now I'm thinking, crud, I'm gonna have double E centuries, like multi. And they're gonna get four attacks off. There's like nothing I can do about that, right? right? Yeah. Like, well, and, and, so, it, and, and at the start of that second round, you have three activations before it goes off. Yeah, which is and just so at the start of that second round, your first activations are often. Let's get the people who are in the fight already used yeah. before they die. Yeah. But instead, now you're thinking maybe Gideon and 3PO are going to die if I don't activate them in that first three. Yeah, exactly. And that really reduces the effectiveness of your yeah. frontline people. Absolutely. So, well, well, with doubt and play, now you can activate them first because yeah. they <laughs> too. So, there are two things that I really like about this card. Yeah. Like just from a strict design perspective, one is that it uniquely benefits. Uh, low mobility figures. Yep. Um, sure. Uh, ones that like melee figures. Yep. Ones that want to be close to their opponent. Just E-wets. generally speaking, it's going to run on E wings. <laughs> ah, that's it. Right. Yeah. Elite uh, heavy stormtroopers is not like crazy. Yeah. Really I sure. mean, I'd rather I, I'd rather put it on riots. Yeah. Sure. Oh <laughs> right. man. Elite riots. Because this because is yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because riots are just like heavy stormtroopers, but better. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, Especially they, are, they don't have a ranged attack. The, the, the other thing that this card does that I love. Uh huh is that it's better for lower activation count lists. Because oh, yes. it's when you have three or more exhausted groups. Yeah. And so when you get to round two, if your opponent out-activates you, you can decide, do I pass? Yeah. And control, like, wh- that these guys drop uh, in yeah. after yeah. they've gone through their fodder, yeah. or do I want to put the time pressure on it and start activating, activating stuff people. now? I do really and like And, like, from yeah. a design perspective, this is the only card in Imperial Assault that is better for fewer activations than more. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point. I like that. I know. I'd be so, good job, DT. <laughs> there you go. I'd be interested to see. If you have more activations, you're losing less that first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, uniquely benefiting is maybe a... I, it confers a distinct benefit. It does. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, I guess we should say, oh, no, you're yeah. totally fine. I was just going to say, it'd be interesting to see Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, really I like think Jets and Riots are obviously right. like candidates. I, I think I would run it with Thrawn if I did a Thrawn trooper list. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably throw it in there. Maybe I'll think about that for there our Thursday release party. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so I think Sentries are a good candidate. I think, I think it, Elite it, P- Marine Guards yes. are a really sure. strong candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Like They're with, a stupid strong with, candidate. With four speed and with reach. Yep. Like, and so a solid attack. The other thing that's yeah. interesting is that it's any deployment zone. 
And so, like, there there is a pretty bad fail case here where your opponent vacates so that d- when they should deploy to your opponent's deployment zone, they're yeah. not in range to actually do anything. Yeah. Right. And then you have to decide, like, which which worthless deployment zone do I put them in? Yeah. Or if, if they position really conservatively, yeah. sort of planning to, like, I'm just going to soak the attack yeah. and then murder whatever, and then murder whatever is yeah. trying to ambush me, then you just put it in your own deployment zone yep. and say, Nina, yeah. Nina, well, yeah, sorry about or that. Or they move their Hondo up to do an end of round talk and you go, just kidding, Hondo, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This right. One of the nice things about this card also is that, like you were saying, Matt, it is a... Uh, or it helps you if you are stuck with initiative round one, yep. Yep. and the initiative cycling just goes naturally. Yeah. Because that way you can play this at and the end of round two, yep. deploy those guys after your opponent's done their last activation. Uh, no, you have no, it's, you, it's, an it's, it's a mandatory trigger, and yeah. it's a mandatory trigger. Once you've got three activations, you have to get these guys well, down. Uh, it still actually will put you, if you pass... Oh, it's it still deploy you. It does not say may deploy. Yeah, it still yeah. will sure, put sure. you on the other end of the... Activation count though, sure, right? Because yeah. you've gone from like zero to one, right? Right. So, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so then if you have, so if you're stuck with initiative round one, mm-hmm. and then you have initiative round three, yeah. and these people you deployed are alive yeah. in round three, then you have somebody in the very back that's been like used twice in a yeah. row. Rias will yeah. be so alive. I hadn't thought about this, and the, and I think this is maybe what you were referring to earlier, but this is a really interesting thing with last activation round two. Yeah. Right. Because right. If, yeah. Yeah. It, it puts you on the other side of like mm-hmm. instead of like having. So if, a, if you have a tie and have an, have, yeah. have initiative, yeah. you can use this to cheat out and steal yep. the last act activation in the round that should be your opponent's. Absolutely. Because of how the passing rule intersects. Yep. With it. Absolutely. Mm. All right. So that's lion I ambush. Let's. Okay. We also have worth every credit, which is a two cost command card. Yep. Any scum figure can play this card. Use during your activation to discard one harmful condition and gain two movement points. When the next hostile figure is defeated during this activation, gain two victory points. Huh. So it's kind of like a, a scum, Heart of Freedom. Yep. So right. two cost, discard harmful condition, gain movement. It doesn't have the healing of Heart of Freedom, yeah. right. but there's a point thing. One thing is like this activation means the activation of this particular figure. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like used during your activation. Oh, I and see. And so it's the activation of that figure, not the group, which is important for that trying important. to score those points. Yeah. yeah so here's, here was what someone proposed. Um, that I, I heard about uh, using it with Java. Yeah. So what you do is you play to the limit. Okay, wait, wait. You w- walk us through like all of Java's like right. all of Java's activation. Oh, right. Well, because people might not be familiar with how this combo is going to fly. Well, you play to the limit. Okay. Uh, well, but you have to play af- to the limit after. after. I, I know. Okay. We, we're, we'll get there. Okay. Okay. So you play to the limit after you activate one of his special actions. Okay. Okay. Right. So you when you let me finish the sentence, <laughs> draw a card. Focus a, somebody. Yeah, right. So you you use his normal special actions as okay. you would draw the card. Focus. Right. Right. Yep. Uh, you would actually you'd probably only you'd only want to do one. Yeah. Then you play to the limit. Yep. And you play this card. Yep. Because you have two actions now. After you so you focus a figure. Yep. You play this card. And you do the two actions to pay two VPs yep. and order an attack with the figure you just focused on the figure you think you can kill. Man. And you pay yourself back the two VPs you paid for the attack. That's so crazy. And because you killed someone, you get <laughs> one extra from Java. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're basically running a two, a two command card combo, one of which costs two and one of which costs zero, with Java so that you can get an extra focus 
and the chance to get your victory points back. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that, an extra well, attack. Well, and yeah, the, you the, are getting the attack. Right? The problem is that the discarding a harmful condition and the two movement points are completely wasted on Java. The harmful condition will come from the two the limit because yeah, you yeah. get a stun. But it, does it happen? Oh, it, it it applies immediately. Yeah. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. The, the stun doesn't happen until after, after the action that two the limit grants. Right. Yeah. So, so you right. play it after right. you you do a special action to gain an action. Or, you know, it's to perform... We should look at the wording. Oh, actually, wait a second. I'm not thinking about that now. Maybe this combo might not work. Yep. That's, I'm, I don't know how that... So the combo works. You may not get the ability... You wouldn't pull off the stun, maybe. Right, but that, right. that's a huge yeah, yeah, detriment to really. combo. Jabba can do his special actions regardless of being stunned. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah like order stun, order hit cost two special actions, so you need two available actions. Yeah, Yeah. so right. you play to the limit. Yeah, he would, uh, Scott's right in terms of like what to the limit allows you to do. Yeah, I was thinking like it, you would clear the stun yeah. beforehand. Yeah. When in I this case, though, you're just using it for harmful condition removal. Yeah. Which if, if you're well, removal, no, you're using it well, to pay yourself back. And, and, you, and to pay yourself yeah. back. Yeah. I don't think that's worth the card. Right? Yeah. And to Scott's point, the um, that's, that's often been a point of confusion that stunned only means you can't attack or voluntarily execute. Yeah. 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 Vader yeah. can still force choke if he's stunned. Sure. Yeah. You can still special yeah. action anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I mean that's that's one scenario that someone on the Slack came up with. Sure. There's other scenarios. I think it was, yeah. <laughs> I mean I think like the whole point is we're we are kind of bearish on this card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I don't even think even in a scum point manipulation list it really works. Yeah. Two right. a two point card like Blaze of Glory is a two point card. Yeah. Tools for the job is a two point card. Yeah. Right. right. Like like heightened reflexes. Yeah. Like you okay. Need- these are all like three point cards. Okay. But like <laughs> let's also let's also consider this combo that maybe this is useful. Okay. Uh, let's let's. Scum, I can't remember the last time Scum had a harmful condition. No. The only harmful conditions that show up are Vader's that he puts on himself. Yeah. 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 Right? <laughs> like, and, and honestly, the, the fact, like, people were running stunned to try to deal with Vader before yeah. Unshakable yeah. was a thing. And the fact that Unshakable Vader is in the meta, it puts a huge, like, decreases the value of harmful condition yeah. placement. There's some period. weakened right. stuff that may come out I once guess. in a while. Maybe, maybe. Probably not. It, but is it worth Toxic running a two-point command yeah. hard to yeah. get yeah. rid of a weekend? No, no. Yeah. But, no. like, but here's here's the combo, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, let's, let's just assume the, 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 Condition is not part of the card, and yeah. it's probably too expensive. Yeah, but this is. Let me throw this out here. I activate IG88. Yep. I play this card. Okay. I move four, make mm-hmm. two right. attacks. Yep. And I get two extra victory points for doing it. So right. if I, I kill the thing, I lo- I love it. I mean, the the problem is with IG is like, what are you dropping? Right? Are yeah. you dropping assassinate? Are you dropping on the lamb because you're right. not running? I mean, sure. like that's the problem. Yeah. I mean, I you're not too many. Good I don't things. think you run on the lamb with mm-hmm. uh, with some yeah. IG. I don't list. run. Yeah. on the lamb. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying like there's not a right. price. It's bar. expensive. But yeah. yeah. But those are the combos that may uh-huh. come out of it, and people may try. Mm-hmm. And you may find that like, hey. Two movement points and the ability to get extra victory points yes. can be a big deal, and it would definitely be worth it at one. Yeah, but it may be worth it at two because if you're running Java two, I've seen Java and IG. Uh, that's three extra victory points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So is it um, targeting computer? Or there's there's one command card that costs you two movement points or maybe three movement points. Shared experience. Shared experience. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, maybe that. But you have to be a droid or a vehicle, right? Yeah. And and IG doesn't Nobody, care about the focus. Yeah. No. Nobody's um, running HK. Yeah. No. So I don't know. I mean, like, I think this is a card like we should HK tech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we should assume this card is not gonna like make a big splash. We're we're willing to be proven wrong. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's the whole pack. Okay. <laughs> so what I want to do is with a, just a few minutes left, I want to talk a little bit about scum manipu- or uh, scum point manipulation because this list has been doing 
well, right? Especially it, over in Europe. Especially in Europe, okay? It won Euros. Um, did it win? It made the top 16 at Worlds. Made the top 16 at the Worlds. version of it. That's right. Yeah, it was uh, Luke Sykes. Luke Sykes, Luke, yeah. national champion. Not the Euro- he was uh, the England national champion. No, it was Euros. It was Euros. No, no, no. I'm saying at the time, oh, he yes, was the yes. English national yes, champion. Right. Yep. He went on to, I believe, win Euros he did. after Worlds. And yeah, he, he made the top 16 at Worlds. Yes. And yes. nationals, UK nationals are going to be coming up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I see what you're, I see what yeah. you're saying. Well, it's interesting because I, I played with him before the event. Yep. Like We played like three games, and he was like still testing out his list then. <laughs> And so it, it was interesting because I was like, "You're running Java," and yeah. I hadn't expected to see that. And yeah. so it was fun. Yeah, Luke is a, Luke's a cool guy. We had him on the podcast. He's an awesome, awesome guy. And I think he. Uh, what, what's interesting about it is, like, I'm like, "You're running Java," and he's like, "Yeah, I'm running Java." Like he, for him, it's not like a big deal, right? Like because he knows how to maximize value. Yeah. And I think that's what's interesting is to think about like what the Java pointers list is enabling Scum to do is. So what's the build? Okay, so we'll, 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 let, let's well, just say like different options. Yeah, there's different options. We'll, let, we'll lay out the main art, the main uh, framework yes. is Java, um, Greed, not Greedo. You, I mean, you I should. I mean, you, you, you take yeah, Greedo. You do, too, you do take Greedo. It'll be Hondo. Um, Hondo eventually, but you've got Celebration and Price on their heads, right? Mm-hmm. So, and you think like those four, like that's not, that doesn't seem like a lot. But those four things do a ton in terms of like, especially the job and the command cards give yeah. you so many more points than you would have ever <laughs> thought, right? Now here, because here's how like the traditional math works. An E-jet is worth four points when you kill it, okay? That's not, that is rough to waste focused attacks that you know are not going to kill it. Or like say it's got two or three health left. It's rough to like put in lots of power to kill them. Riots are I think the best case of this, right? Where you're not getting points you're getting back. Two points you're for not getting points back. Functionally made. six damage. Exactly. Right. Not getting points back based on what you have done. Okay. But now what Java does is he changes the math a little bit, right? You get an extra point. And now you think about like price on their heads and celebration. Vader is all of a sudden he's no longer a 13 point figure. If you kill him, he's a 22 point figure. That's the same with IG, and IG is way more killable. That 22 than... points comes from his base 13. Yes, base 13. Celebration for defeating unique figure. Yep. Price on your heads, which you have to play in advance, but makes him worth an additional four points. Yep. And, and then one, one loose from Java for killing right. a figure. And then, 20, so IG is worth 21. 21. Yep. Mm-hmm. Han, Han would be worth 21. No, no, 18, 18, 18. 19 with 19, 19. 19. not with Java. Right. So the whole point is like what you're doing, I, I want to, especially price on the heads. What price on the heads does is you put that on their queen piece or like a piece that you're like thinking about killing if you want to. You put it on their queen piece, all of a sudden, like Vader has got a very hard question to answer, right? Where is he going to wade into the hunting fire knowing that he's going to give an extra four points and you might have celebration, right? Like it just changes the right. math. Well, lot. and I've, I've encountered this, me and JK yep. encountered this reprise on the heads Vader. Matei, who was also made top 16 with a Vader list. Yep. It's the my French same national champion. No, no. Matei is Canadian. 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 Um, he and I played um, in, in the Swiss, but he's running my same list minus cross training. And he was going for a 39 point initiative bid. Yep. And huh. he played Luke Sykes in the top 16. Yep. And that is, that's what happened to him. He got priced on his head. Yep. Uh, for Vader. And he's just like, I, I have to run Vader. He ran Vader away. He double moved him away. Yeah. Because, yeah, Vader's going to be the one who does your work, but it's like, well, 
If he it, gives 22 points. If he points, gives 22 points, yeah. that's the game. Yeah. That's all. I mean, there was a thing where in the first store championship of the season when me and JK played, it was like he had 18 points. Yep. And he killed Vader and won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Oh, when man. A 22-point addition is insane. Yeah. I mean, 13 and points is big. out yeah. nine points for, for something that you wanted to do anyway yep. right. is fantastic. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think the thing is, is that it works so well against everything, right? Like, it's flexible. Celebration is not amazing against... Lots of generics, right? Yeah, but if like, only there weren't a bunch of queen pieces around yeah, all the exactly. time. Yeah. See, well, or I, unique support figures. Yeah, I mean, like, the point is, is, like, it is able to flexibly get points whenever it needs to in terms of, like, you're getting extra points from Jabba, you can celebrate when you kill any unique, right? Like, right. so you might, like... Well, and you have Black Market. Yeah, Black Market. Which is going to say... Oh, I forgot about all that. All those extra points. Yep. Hey, you can either just get an extra free zero-cost card, yep. or you can pay a small amount of the points you just got... To draw assassinate early. Yeah. Or just sell it, right? Like, that's yeah. the other thing, right? Well, and you also have black market prices, which is yes, a command card. a command card, you're which right. Which lets you draw a little bit more and, and get sell. rid of your least yep. useful. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, pickpocket, which lets you steal. I don't know that pickpocket I, will make, because it has to be adjacent, right? I yeah. think pickpocket. Is it an action? No. Okay. No, it's just I, think, I, could, I could see pickpocket. I, I love pickpocket. I, I, I could see, see like, Hondo playing pickpocket. Yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah. see it there being room for it. Yeah, or a Jawa, Jawa plays pickpocket. I, I mean, the problem is, like, eventually, like, we're just going to have, again, too many great command cards. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think that's the thing is that, like, the, the main, like, like, this is still a scum hunter build, right? Yes. This, is a, this is a list that uses Weequays and Focus from Rebel Care Package yep. and Assassinate and Tools and all of those things so that it can actually kill Vader. Point thing is predicated on killing Vader. Right. But I, although I would which say you like, to accomplish. I, I do think there is going to be a point at which they will not need to kill Vader. Eighteen I, I, is I know, I know. Well, like, or thirteen. Well, sorry. it's more like yeah. fifteen because you've got Unshakable and you've got Rule by Fear and you've got Zillow. So it's really more like sixteen that you have to build make up, up for. Right. Be, and even cross training if I have well, cross training you get Doubt's when you kill right. Doubt. I mean you'll have doubt. Right. Stuff. But like so there's gonna be a significant amount of points that you you, you kinda need to kill Vader. Here's the thing though, when you talk about it being a scum hunter list. Yeah. There's not enough room for everything, so while yeah, you still yes. have scum hunters, they are sacrificing a significant amount of damage because you won't have primary target. You won't have well, so you either don't take IG, or you don't take a set of weak ways. You don't take IG. I think yeah. is the answer. Well, I mean, if you're gonna run this, you have to talk to Aaron about it because Aaron took IG, and I think the Air, the IG Jabba is a really interesting okay variation. I initially thought you don't take both. Mm-hmm. And I, I still might think that way because I think you take two sets of weak ways. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but IG is so good. Yeah, and it's such yeah. a big deal. It, it, yeah, the situation that's interesting though is that there are so many good, there are so many good efficient scum hunter figures that it's like while it's true that you're you're trying to decide do I take IG do, like who do I run it's like they're all good yeah like it, like and and you're going to be able to find a combination of those that's going to get the job done most of the time yeah, yeah. absolutely right like it's not a situation where like you're rebels and you're like well Han has to be in here yeah right sure. <laughs> it's very 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 true yeah I don't know I think it's it's going to be interesting because we'll see if anyone takes it to Nova and if anyone who I'm not like saying I'll, I'll just say it like this if anyone who is a great player like a top tier competitive player for goes taking Vader right oh wait no that won't be that won't be legal at that's Nova, correct okay never mind so it'll be interesting to see um, if pre-Lothal someone wants to take this as opposed to like IG I mean Han Rangers could still make the top mm-hmm. right yeah. at Nova so it'll be interesting to see what, what we're thinking yeah I, I think the problem is right now like the, at the current state of the meta is that Han Rangers just has such a hard time against IG, but IG is like 
even though he can get killed by Vader, he is also one of the few figures that can reliably kill Vader, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, it, I mean, IG can do it in two or three attacks yes. if he gets lucky. Yeah, but, yeah, but like that's that is like better than most figures, like what mm -hmm. most figures yeah. can say. So I think I, there is going to be a lot of IG, and it's really hard for Han Rangers to make it. In that yeah. Kind of mm -hmm. meta. So. Yep. Well, and I think the Han Rangers like. Han Rangers works really well in a meta where archetypes are pretty settled, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm targeting like, yep. you know, like, but like at Gen Con they had this very rebel heavy meta, and Han Rangers was not the thing that came out on top. You have like Han Dracada stuff, yep. you have Ahsoka stuff, like, it's Han Rangers is really good when you know there's going to be a lot of Vader, and when you know yep. there's going to be a lot of a specific kind of scum archetype. Yep. But like Being I can't against yeah I can't run Han Rangers in the local in my local meta anymore because there's a really good chance I'll have to play Kenny. Yeah. And, I <laughs> and I'll have, we'll have Dracotta, right? Yeah, like you'll have Dracotta and MHD yep. and like, and I can't kill anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's a great point. Yeah, I feel like it's interesting. Like, Gen, the Gen Con meta was so interesting because Brian Marks, he won with a Rebel hero build. He has actually been working on this list for a long time. Mm -hmm. I think he won a regionals with it. But it was a list that uh, Dane, Fight Wookiees, took to Worlds. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same list. And it's, it although a very different command card suite. I do think the Gen Con meta was a little weird, though. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, knocking it at all. I'm just saying, I don't think that the Gen Con meta against the world's meta would have done as well as it would, yeah. as it would have done. So yeah, there, are, there are a number of really, really phenomenal players like DT, like yep. Brett, yep. like, you know, the whole, um, like, Lucas Davidson, Lucas and James. James, and those yep. guys. Yep. You were Kenny, not there. Matt, <laughs> Rob, yeah. no, no. Scott wasn't there yeah. to show up with Vader and <laughs> yeah, talk exactly. people. Yeah, exactly. Like, <clears throat> yeah, see, that's, yeah, that, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. Anyway. With that being the case, does anyone else have anything they want to say? Point manipulation, it's going to be a thing. Seems good. We, I should, one more plug. If you have, if you are going to a store championship in the next two weeks, or if you have any organized play, I mean, we're, we're running out of store championships at this point. They're going to be out in the next two weeks. Um, and then regionals is going to be coming up. But if you have got organized play results, we want them. If you have got old regionals results, we want them. Because what we're doing is we're putting everything in a Google Doc that is accessible to everybody. So you can see, you know, even like at small store championships, like, to, like today, like what is everybody running? Like yeah. what's winning? Don't trust anything with Biv in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. The Biv Cup should be immediately discounted. Stricken right. from the record. Yeah, I tried. I tried to get today to be the Sasuke shuffle. I'm so glad. Kenny just wasn't having. It. I'm not. I, I am not taking time out of my busy life to run Sasuke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I will not. I would be do out. anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> I will not do that. Um, anyway, we would thank you guys so much for listening. Anyone else have anything they want to say? We are going to have our Lothal release tournament next Thursday. We will be releasing a podcast with that so we can give our first impressions as the, the first of many months in which Scott beats us to a pulp with Vader. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, I want you to just be prepared for nine activation Vader. Uh, That's all I want. I also just want to throw in a plug. If you're not on the Slack, you should be. Yes. Because there, there, there are going to be a lot of I told you so's coming around to the Slack from <laughs> one direction or another. And somebody's going to be eating a lot of, a lot of crow and it's it will be entertaining entertaining to watch no matter which side you're on. Yeah, because right. Jake and Hassan are going to have a lot fun time eating a lot of crow. Right. <laughs> I love how Matt's like, let me say, maybe we will take it. I'm going to be fair and balanced. Kenny's like, no. Because no. Jake and Hassan, they're going to eat the crow. <laughs> <laughs> they're just trolling us anyway. All right. We, we love you all. We Thank you again for listening. Uh, join us on the Slack channel by sending an email to zionsfinestia at gmail.com and support us on Patreon. We're going to patreon.com slash zionsfinest. Thanks so much. Goodbye.